3: Yo, yo,
4: yo, 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 yo. It's
3: Friday. You know, I'm excited and I'm also excited because we are leaving. Well, we're at the iHeartRadio Music Festival today, all weekend. That's going down and I always know that's a good time in Las Vegas. But what'd you do last night, Charlemagne? I
4: have no idea because I'm pretending to be like, I'm pretending to act like I'm here this morning.
3: I know because you're on time.
4: Yeah, but we're really not here. So, I don't know what I did last night. I have no idea.
3: I was okay. trying to play along, but okay. I ain't got time to be pretending. Well, last night I was in Vegas. I landed in Vegas. I went to go eat dinner at Tao because I already could tell you what I'm going to do. So I'm going to tell you like I did it already. The food was great. Thanks to everybody in Vegas. Thanks to Tao. Thanks to Mike uh, for always taking care of us. And today the iHeartRadio Music Festival kicks off. So now, what if
4: something wild happens in Vegas on Thursday night? We'll <laughs> and they're like, oh, Saturday. wow. You just had dinner through an <laughs> earthquake. <laughs>
3: I didn't notice. The food was so good. No, okay. <laughs> All right. But um, why don't you guys get it up your chest? That's right. We are here live. So call us up, 800 585 1051, and get we are it
4: up. We're not your- here live. <laughs> That's a total goddamn lie.
3: We are alive. Call us up but right somebody's now.
4: Somebody's here taking the phone calls.
3: Yes. Hopefully, we're alive. <laughs> I can't tell you what happened last night. Also on the show this morning, we have Yusef Salam and Corey Wise. You know them as the Central Park Five, two of the Central Park Five. And we saw their lives portrayed during that period of time with the Central Park jogger in New York City and the docu series that Ava DuVernay produced for Netflix called When They See Us. Uh, and we'll get to hear from them, the people that were Corey Wise and Yusuf Salam, that were represented in that series. Also, comedian Shante Wayans will be joining us. She was featured on Tiffany Haddish's They Ready on Netflix also. So make sure you stay tuned because that's going to be really funny for Freaky Friday.
0: Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want
4: to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
5: Hello, who's this? Man, this is S.B. out
0: of Nashville. City.
5: What's up, bro? Get it off your chest.
0: Man, I, I read, I, sorry, man. I read your book, man, I like it. Thank you, sir. And, I uh, appreciate I want, that. DJ, I want to get on your body and not get a of time. Come on. Why?
4: I mean, come on, man. How old, man, you ain't got Solomon got that time you goddamn right on how to change I'm gonna tell you this, my, daddy, my daddy ain't teach me Much of nothing That was good But he definitely taught me How to change the tire I'll tell you what thing, I'm from New York And if you're in, in New York There's a, a, a
5: tire changing place On every corner In Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan Those places got money AAA. They're actually pretty cheap They're cheap They're like $5, $9 Like $9 yeah, to change well, I don't flat. think y'all
4: understand How bad people are doing Out here in these streets
5: I really don't It's $5, $9 If you ain't got $5 To change a flat 5 you would be, be surprised bro. <laughs> if you ain't got $5 to $9 And you're driving You, should, you would in
0: trouble. I feel you, band, boy. I mean, I mean,
5: you come to NASA facility, man. I just you, how you, you know how to change your time. And you, we, can, we can swap their phone. No, no, I'm
3: good. Oh, oh, I got say. I got AAA, bro. I, and now with Uber? What? Uh, like I said, only yeah. thing about AAA is sometimes they take a long time to come. I'll say that much. You end up waiting for hours.
5: Sometimes it does. Hello, who's this? This is Anayo. I-O. Anayo, I-O. get it off your chest.
0: Oh, I wanted to talk about uh, 50 Cent stealing my show power.
4: Oh, oh wow. Gosh. They're on their sixth season, bro. It's almost over. Yeah, a you should have been brought right? this
0: up. I understand all that, but going through the process is, is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was sitting up here going through the uh, the core system with it, and they keep pushing it back.
3: So did you present your show to him and he stole your idea, or what happened?
0: Yeah, in 2013, uh, 13, I presented my show to him. He wanted the, uh, It wasn't a show. It was a book called The Drug Game Street Politics and uh, um so he wanted the book but i said i email it and when i email it because you know you got to have paid to, uh when you deal with uh entertainment and when i emailed him he was like all i all he said was thanks we'll get back with you and then nothing else happened and then next thing you know once i got to the third season or whatever and um and i started going back and i was like wait this looks familiar so once i got my uh you know my lawyers and i was like look is You know, because you you already know what you write. And um, I was like, Did you have the
4: same characters? Did you have a ghost and a Tommy? Were they similar? How were they similar? The
0: the similar things is um, the twins, uh, instead of a white, uh, instead of Tommy, it was a Puerto Rican. And then, like, uh, you know, the DEA agent, she was finished. Like, a lot of stuff, they kept the same. You know. Well,
4: I'm going to tell you something, man. You're a hell of a writer. And uh, 50 did a great job with your book. Stop Have it, a nice man. day. Have a good one, man. Lorenzo, yeah, what's going on, it's DJ MV, What's going on? What's up, bro? Get
0: off your chest. Hey, listen, Charlamagne, there.
4: I'm right here, sir.
0: Yo, what's going on, Charlotte?
4: I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, good morning, YouTube. But listen, you know, man. why I, I want to know what's going on um, within the past few years, like ten years. Why everybody so got so damn like like sensitive over everything, man? You can't you can't say nothing online. You gotta watch what You say. I be feeling like sometimes you ever heard of that like like you be seeing in movies like when people put in movies like that cryo sleep I just feel like doing something like that. I going to sleep for like 10 years and come back and be like, yo, what's going on?
4: Well, everybody's so fake politically correct. You can say whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? You just got to deal with the consequences of what you said, you know? And I think that everybody's so afraid of like these social media mobs and being attacked that they be walking tight ropes and walking on walking on thin ice because they don't want to be attacked by the mob. But yeah, there's so much
3: about everything. But there's so much access now, too. Before social media, we weren't hearing what everyone had to say about everything now everybody's voicing their opinions and sometimes they're saying things that maybe they regret saying or maybe they're not saying it in the right way people and it's, only, it's they sometimes only, they're putting it out there to get overanalyzed by people they only
4: regret when they get attacked that's,
0: not, that's understandable <laughs> but, 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 no, that's, that's, that's cool but uh, you know what I'm saying it's like uh, let's say it's Charlemagne he don't ever post his kids but if he posts his kids and he does something with his kids you know right away oh my god yo, he shouldn't be doing this this and this and that like come on yo mind your business well, like, yeah, I, mean, I agree with you everybody's, everybody's so sensitive, everybody's
5: so soft nowadays But is it's, it's just the way society Bro, is? Bro,
4: say whatever you want, who gives a damn Let the mob attack Get it off your chest,
5: 800-585-1051 If you need to vent, hit us up now It's The Breakfast Club, good morning
4: The Breakfast Club
2: <laughs>
4: This is your time to get it off your chest Whether you're mad or blessed So you better have the same
0: energy We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club Hello, who's this? Yo, what's good, Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Yo, I actually met you in Miami for the with Caesar when the lights went out. You remember that joint? That just sounded crazy. Ooh,
4: this guy is kinky nah, boy. Nah, you on. gotta watch That's DJ. crazy man. <laughs> man. We had a real estate <laughs> <laughs> seminar <Sentinel laughs> in Miami yeah, and I'm the power went ah! out.
5: 30, 30. No, seriously, 30, seriously. 30. No, 30, 30.
4: What if you just say you know when the lights went out when you teach me try to flip stuff? Nah, I'm trying to flip,
0: but not that
4: (laughs) (laughs) stuff. Go ahead, brother.
0: Real real talk. Envy, like the last few weeks been crazy. So I had two jobs. I work from home, and I left one of them thinking like, let me really invest in real estate. Then come to find out my government job, it canceled my joint. So now I'm like, is this a sign? Do I really go forward with this? Like I see you mentoring, so I'm trying to see what's
5: good. Yeah, I got I got about three kids right now that <clears throat> that I'm actually trying to help to get into some cribs. Um, you being in Miami mm-hmm. makes it very difficult because uh, I'm in New nah, York, New but Jersey area. I can area. fly
0: anywhere. I can fly anywhere. Mm. Like I'm
5: ready. All right. What? Well, what's your he's What's your ready. credit? What's up? What's your credit? My
0: credit right now is seven, on, like
5: forty five. Right. You got some. You got some money saved up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can get started. Email me, Caesar and DJ Envy at Gmail. I can't mentor you, but I I can guide you down the the right path. All right. You got it? You got the email? Caesar and DJ Envy at Gmail. All right? All right. Good luck, bro. All right, thanks. Hello,
1: who's this? This is
5: Ty from Harlem. Hey, Ty from Harlem. Get it off your chest.
1: Yeah, basically, I just want to vent, kind of give myself uh, the donkey of the day for being too trusting. Long story short, mm. you know, New York girl, city girl, I'm supposed to know it all. City girl. I'm uh, dating <laughs> an older guy. Yeah, city girl. And i was dating an older guy. He's 45 to my early 30s. I have two children. So my kids went away to school for vacation. I mean, went away for vacation to New York at May, the end of May. And he went through a situation. The only way I could help him out at the time was you I didn't have the cash, but I allowed him to basically pawn a 50s TV in my son's Xbox One with the intentions of him getting, me out, getting it out the next week.
5: You let him pawn your son's Xbox?
1: Yeah.
5: And you ain't get it back?
1: Oh, the next week, he was supposed to get it out. So when he got paid, it went from, you know, a check was short. So from one story to another, mm. I asked him for the paperwork to get it out myself. And it turned into arguments and turned ugly. So I stopped dealing with him. Um, I went to New York, you know, got my kids, came back down. So he's trying to get back in where he's sitting. And I'm like, well, what about my kids' things? You right. know what I mean? Like, you never replaced it. And That's he's cold. like, oh, I have $145. That's not um, an LG Smart TV and an Xbox One. You know, I, I gave it to you Sheesh. to help you pay your rent and come to find out you was you know, doing things I didn't know about and speaking to geeking. That's why I left you alone. And you're 45 years old. You know what Mm-mm. I mean? So I took myself in the behind, you know, lesson yes. learned. But it's still messed up because I feel like now this dude is, like, playing reverse and it's like... Oh well, you know, your mouth and you're rude and disrespectful, but it's you're like, like I God, still ain't got
3: my kids Xbox. Thank you, and this is why I'm rude and disrespectful. You know,
1: I found out, you know, I guess Molly is the new thing in you know, Orlando It's the new
3: crack to
4: me. Molly's it's the crazy. new thing? Nah, Molly been around, boo. It's crazy it's that d got you pawning in your kids' it. Xbox though.
3: City Boys up one thousand. It's,
4: it. it's very crazy that it's very crazy that the D got you pawning in your kid's Xbox.
3: Basically, I was f***ing
1: <laughs> and and, um, yeah, I thought I was helping him out, and, it, it, it you know, it didn't work out that way. So What's crazy is myself in behind.
3: he didn't have any of his own things to pawn?
1: Nope. No, he was renting a room. I took it after getting back on his feet. You know, he Jeez. went through a breakup, and... How do you, you
4: explain know? that to your child? Yeah, why are you dating a crackhead anyway? He's not a crackhead. He's, He's a Molly. Molly. No. no. How do you I explain that to your child, I though? After
1: the fact. You said what? I didn't know he what it was until after the fact. I'm not from here. I don't know anyone. How do you so,
4: how do you, you know, how do you explain that to your child
1: though? Honestly, I didn't explain. I said the TV broke and it's in the shop. So you lie. And what about
5: my Xbox though, Ma?
1: Yeah, it, it broke. Everything. I still water. It got in the TV, the Xbox, and it'll be back this Friday. He's probably so sad. How old is he? My son, oh, he's
5: 14, his first year of high school. Oh, my
1: goodness. Hey, bro, bro, at worry. least you're so right. You
3: gave yourself donkey of the day. My she daughter
1: kn- is six, so I have one hollering about YouTube TV and the other hollering about his Xbox, and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get it out the shop. I'm what, gonna the- well,
4: don't worry. Your son, in a few years, he'll be doing the same thing to some poor woman, using his d to get what no, he wants.
1: No, I'm determined. That's why I'm putting it on blast. Right. I want right. You to stop falling for these dudes. You have to really be careful who you deal with
3: and pay attention. Lesson learned, never, never put on your child's, <laughs> never put on your child's items and for a long, man. How
5: long you been never, with him? ever, ever <laughs> How long ever. were you with him?
1: We were dating for like, only like four months.
4: One month's too long. Um, uh, hey, pawn in for penis. Have a nice day, okay? Damn it, man.
1: <laughs> Keep it locked. We have more
5: coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club.
4: The Breakfast Club.
5: DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Tekashi69. Now, he's facing 47 years to life in prison. If you were takashi 69 would you snitch? Let's start off with you, Yee.
3: I mean, first of all, I wouldn't be in that situation because I wouldn't be running around like that. That's doing not the question. The things need. that he did, but yes, I would. <laughs> I mean, that's my point. I'm not a criminal, so I don't do things. I don't try to plot on getting people uh, killed or shot or anything like that. Oh. So I wouldn't be right. there. But if I was, I'm not no street person. Neither so I'm going to keep it well. real. But he I'm figured a, it out. Yeah. But
5: see, but this is the whole thing. Like, you know, I hate you. You hate me. I'm supposed to hold it down for you in 47 years and all these things that you allegedly did, you stole from me, you knocked off my baby mom, you kidnapped me, and all that, and I'm supposed to still hold you down and, and take the street code to the death? No way! Yeah, it's not well, happening. Well, well,
4: first of all, there's no honor amongst thieves, all right? So you knew who these people were before you decided to ride with them, Takashi. and I don't expect Takashi to stick to the code because he wasn't built from the code, and it has been real live street guys who have snitched, so why wouldn't Takashi 6 9 They shouldn't and,
3: have and, expected him to stick to that code either. Exactly. They should have anticipated this.
4: And, and, and I, you know, I don't know because... One thing I think Takashi isn't taking into consideration is the impact this is going to have on people around him. When you snitch, he's sending a lot of people to prison. And what we fail to realize about those people he's sending to prison is they also have people too. So now you put your whole family in danger, Takashi Six Nine, because you want to play. And this is what happens when you play. And we've been telling you for the right. past year and some change that you was going to either end up here or dead. And it's a good chance you still may end up dead right. because of what you're doing currently right now. But
5: obviously, it, it seems like he doesn't care about his baby mama. So the only thing it seems like he cares about is his mom's. So Which I think I heard her got a child already. And I, I, I guess he's like, look, my, as long as my mom's good, I don't know. He can't hide. Like there's no witness protection with a big six nine on your forehead. Yeah. By the way, you thought
3: you could get that tattoo removed.
4: By the way, he may not make it out of prison. That's the other thing. That's a, it's the reason that they have him away from all the other inmates and stuff right now because they know that he's an informant. They don't like rats in prison the same way they don't like. But pedophiles I will in say, prison.
3: if you worked with Takashi and you knew like he's not really this street dude, they should have never included him in a lot of those activities. They should have just let him be an artist because I feel like they should have known when he, it came down to anything. He
4: was allegedly funding it. This is just as sad as the Tupac man. Tupac. Tupac Tupac ran with the Bloods for two years. Oh yeah. Two years. Ran with the Bloods for two years. Ended up getting into a fight in the lobby with some Crips. And now, look. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, man. Y'all, like, yo, just be yourself at the end of the day. Blast. Hey, what's up, C to God? Well, good morning, sir. How are
1: you?
4: <laughs> now, what would you do, Blast? Hey, good
0: morning. Yeah. Hey, good morning. What's up, DJ? What's up, bro? Yeah, if you feel me? So- what would you do? Would you snitch? No, nah, man.
3: I wouldn't
5: would
0: sh-
3: You feel me?
5: So you would you would be I cool mean, with with doing forty-seven years in prison. He
3: said he not snitching. Uh, I, wasn't lying, man. Like, I wouldn't try and I would still take this try. Are you feel
5: me? You go on, you on you on phone saying stuff. So you're gonna go you going to jail. He's so, definitely going to jail. So you would do the forty-seven years because you're keeping it real.
4: <laughs> well actually forty-seven years is the minimum. Yeah, yeah
3: that's the minimum. Forty seven <laughs> years life.
1: The you
0: know what I'm saying? They wanted me to stitch. I got shot up. They wanted me to stitch. They, they wanted me to go to the court straight
3: from the from the hospital. Hell no, We won't tell.
4: What happened to the preview? Nah, that, what happened to the person that shot you?
0: Them that they got stay, They like the people told on them. Like the people I know, bro, I wouldn't hit them.
4: Oh, the people that was with you on them. I didn't
0: even they sent me up, my family. So they stitched on down I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. You feel I went out of time. I'm going
4: to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm not going to sit here and act like I understand what you're saying this morning. <laughs> I, know. I, I, really, I don't even understand. hearing all all is basically. I feel me. You feel me every two sentences. Junior.
5: Yo. Yo, Junior, would you snitch? Nah, I ain't snitching. I just based on how I was raised
0: and everything. Like, where I'm from, when you snitch, you get snitching. So oh, if you run over the gang and everything go the wrong way, you feel me? You, you got to take that fall. You can't.
5: You can't do that about it. So, Junior, you going to sit for 47 years? Yeah. yeah I'm
6: for 47
0: or more. Maybe life. 47 is the minimum, buddy. Yeah, I know 47 <laughs> is the minimum. It's tough, but you feel me? That's what he did to his soul. You can't be all screaming gang, gang, you gangster. That's why when 50 got on that on that Get the strap, he said, I am not gang, gang. You
4: didn't know I that till 50 today. You didn't know that till 50 today interview with DJ Drama. That. 50, 50
0: always <laughs> been that type of dude, man. 50 always been that type of dude, man. Right, Even though he a troll, too.
4: Nah, I, I ain't know. mad at y'all. I'm not mad at y'all for not snitching, but I don't believe in of y'all. I don't believe in <laughs> <laughs> y'all. People say that until
5: they get in that situation. 800-585-1051. We're talking Takashi, If you was in his situation, would you snitch? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking if you
3: were in (laughs) Takashi's shoes,
5: would you snitch?
3: As I'm telling you, don't ask me to commit no crime with you. Don't have me involved in nothing because I have nothing to do with nothing.
4: Well, here's the thing, and I'm a good citizen. Takashi is doing exactly (laughs) what we know he would do in this situation, but. If I was in Takashi's situation, I don't know if I would be so quick to snitch, only because he's putting a lot of people in prison, and those people that he's putting in prison, they have people, and Takashi has people on the outside that he wants to protect, like his mom, like his daughter. Like, he's putting them in grave well,
5: they're, danger. They're coming
3: when, for his mom and daughter anyway. Well,
5: gonna they already in, were regardless. Witness protection. I mean, he, he's looking, how old is Takashi?
4: Witness protection protects Takashi, not his mom and not his daughter. But he, he got to move them all to, like, he don't have that kind of money. He's spending money on lawyers.
3: All I know is weren't they already targeting his mom and his family? That's yes. what I'm saying. So And he had to already pay for security for them so regardless they're still going to do that. He could be in there until
5: 75.
4: Okay. Yes. That's, hey, I, I, I'd rather my daughter grow up you know what I'm saying? And, li- and live a great life than have her potentially be the victim of of, of uh, gangbangers because I was out here telling and snitching. But she
3: still might not. I'm just not. saying, it's, they... not, it's,
4: not, it's not as easy a decision for him to snitch as people think it is. I wouldn't have, you know, I would have to think yeah. about my family on the outside. Rodriga. Hello. Good
1: morning, mama.
5: Good morning. I listen to y'all
1: every day. I love
5: y'all. Well, thank, thank you. you. Now, what, what would you do if you were Sakashi69, mama? Um, He should go to jail. He chose that
1: lifestyle. He put himself completely in that situation like he had a chance to do something amazing but because he wanted to pretend like he was down in the streets he allowed all that to happen when he brought all those people in his area you know okay
3: alright so you say you wouldn't snitch no, no I wouldn't said he, should go okay. to jail. he has nobody to blame but himself okay you know if you live by the gun you die by the gun
0: that's a okay. fact run yes sir you snitch and run Nah, he can't snitch because he got to save his career. For one, he, he morally, morally he should, but... His career, jail, his, his career, he won't come out until he's 75
5: as <laughs>
3: a possibility. If he ever comes out.
0: But what I'm saying is that the same reason why he is who he is is because of them people. The same reason he can brag and go to Chicago and do all this stuff he did is because of the same guys that he's snitching on. He didn't have no credibility. They were his credibility. Mm-hmm.
4: So wh- why would he have a career if he's snitching on the people that gave him credibility?
0: That's yeah, why he no, said he was staying he, in jail.
4: If, if he snitched on him, if he snitched on him, he's done. He's done. Oh. If he, if,
0: I mean, if he, he can't make any more music, especially for street music, and see, I don't that. see,
5: I disagree. He this, do this, well, this society well, he, right well, he's now done. Is, is so crazy right now. He'll make another record and say that, you know, yeah, I snitched because they said this, and then people will love him again. It just seems like that. So, that's how oh, it is now. The then.
0: girls, the females, because the men definitely, uh, half of the men don't rock with him now. You know, the kids, the kids rock with him, but the half of the men who do the no snitching and the non snitching half of them don't rock with him. Yeah, but I think he has a lot of suburbia fans
5: hands. that don't really live by the cold so I don't think they necessarily care.
0: I mean, I got three sons, so I'm definitely in an argument about Six Nine every day. <laughs> you know, I got three teenage sons, so I go through it every day about this guy. Mm-hmm. So right, and they didn't come uh, from yeah. the same
5: place that you came from, and they don't care. They just like his music, and love the fact that he trolls.
0: And yeah, they don't even understand.
3: What you, yeah, you're not on. gonna See? win that argument. So with they them. don't <laughs> care. They don't care
0: about Never. the street code. They pull, man, they pull up all type of facts, all type of stuff offline. See? All of and the more
3: you try to argue with them, the harder they gonna go for him. They still go <laughs> listen to Takashi Six Nine. That's how
0: I used to sound when I was a kid, arguing about. All you gotta do is be
3: like, you know what? I like Takashi too, and then they probably won't like him no more. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. You're absolutely right.
3: Thank
4: y'all,
0: man.
5: <laughs> Thanks,
4: y'all have a great day. You too. What's the What's the moral of the story? If there's a moral. Um, I don't think there is a moral of the story. The moral of the story is you turn out to be what you pretend to be. And guess what? Gangsters, all <laughs> right? <laughs> Most gangsters end up in the position that Takashi69 is in right now. Either jail or dead. And a guy like Takashi69, who was never about that code, is not going to follow the code. And he's going to end up snitching just like he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. My
5: goodness! All right, we got more coming up next with a Breakfast Club. Keep
2: the
4: Breakfast Club humble with slander the Breakfast Club.
2: Be humble. The truth hurt,
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Slander the Breakfast Club. That's right.
4: We need the humbling. You know what I'm saying? We like to do this every now and then just to keep us humble. You know what I mean? All right. Well,
5: let's get to it. Kelly. Good morning, guys. Hey, Kelly. Who you want to slander? Charlemagne. Why you want to slander Charlemagne? <laughs>
1: um, I'm a fairly new listener. I've been listening for about two years. And, um,. Charlemagne has been open and honest about what he went through as a child in terms of his sexual molestation. And, you know, I wonder if maybe you need to explore that a little deeper in your therapy because out of the three of y'all, Charlemagne, you are the only one that makes so many over-the-top sexual references about man parts. About doing things sexually that most people don't even talk about in the privacy of their own <laughs> home, and I wonder if because you have residual issues with what happened to you, because it's very cringeworthy to listen to you make so many over-the-top sexual references. You do talk and about men, but a lot. a valid point. Yeah, that's
5: a valid point. You do you talk about right. men, but a I'm lot. not
4: I'm not even disputing her. <laughs> I think she might be right. <laughs> All well, right. Well, thank you, Kelly. Did you hear anything this morning? Uh, not
1: this morning. So I was kind of rooting for you this morning, but you know, y'all not off the air for another forty-five minutes. You so must have just fun. got in the car.
4: Yeah, you didn't hear when I told. <laughs> you didn't hear when I. When, you didn't hear when uh, I told Envy that just because a man tells you to get on your knees like you used to, that might not be a reference. I did
3: hear that. <laughs> okay. And that was kind of mild compared <laughs> to how you used. Yeah. It. That is right. Did Football. you hear how we you told Envy hard. he was going to fill in his face?
4: I didn't say no. that. <laughs> he did say that. That didn't happen, me. But thank you, Kelly.
5: <laughs> hey, Jason. Good morning, Jason. Hey, what's going on? Envy, Angelique,
0: Charlemagne. How y'all doing? Hi, Jason. So, what
4: the hell you just said? <laughs> <laughs> Who you want hey, to slander? I
0: Charlemagne. I think he a closet homo. Everything <laughs> y'all talk about, it comes back to some closet homosexual stuff. What's up with that, Charlemagne?
4: Like what? Give me an example. <laughs> what's in my closet?
0: Hey, Give me an example. Hey, you two? just like this morning. I was talking about the Russell Westbrook. You
3: talking about what? Well, maybe he was gay and he told him to get on his yeah, knees. Yeah, it had like nothing to do so. with anything. What are you talking about? Right. This right. because I don't understand
4: why people just jump to the conclusion that that meant slavery just because a man tells another man get on your knees like you used to. Well,
3: that's the conclusion well, Russell Westbrook jumped to. But why you go to the
4: homicide? You always I, homicide is murder, sir. <laughs>
3: it's, it's homicide.
1: homicide. Oh. Thank Robert. Hi. Hey, Robert. How you doing? Oh good. How you doing?
5: I'm good. Who you want to
0: slander?
5: Ah, uh, DJ. I got a slander today, man. Why you want to slander me, brother? Man, I I recently
0: started following
5: you on Instagram, man. And all your posts
0: is a different call with the same hoodie
3: on every time, oh, man. He what? got it on now. What hoodie is it? What he does it, it say?
5: Is it My God versus My Enemies? Yes. I love that brand.
3: Um, I wonder yes. why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: I, I love that brand. <laughs> I love that brand. That's Tell them where you can buy
3: it.
5: Uh, yeah, but you can go to uh, bodyofgod.com <laughs> and you can get your You know, my dad said that the same. Do you own any other clothes? You wear that same hoodie all the time. Thank. It's a dad. uniform.
3: Why do they
4: think it's the same hoodie? It's different colors.
3: Exactly. It might be the same. It smells the same. No, it's
4: not. One. What's going on? What's going on? Hola. What's up, my amigo? Hola. <laughs> hey.
0: hey, what's up, my Dominican brother?
4: No, you talking to envy? I ain't Dominican. Yeah, I'm Henry. 97% West African, sir. So.
0: No, I'm talking about DJ Envy. He okay. Spanish stop See, Papi. You better say. You better embrace that, man. Okay. Who, who you want to slander, Papi? What you doing, though, man? I just want to say what's up to you guys. I listen to you guys every morning, man. Y'all funny. Shout out to the guy. I got love for you, man. You keep it funky all the time, and that's a
4: good thing. Well, thank Dunkey. you, sir. But this is slander the Breakfast Club, so we can't. T- I'm about to
0: slander to y'all, man. I'm oh. Sliding, I'm slandering you because he's not embracing his waffle, man. He's not embracing that waffle.
3: He does embrace it. He eats them all the time. Oh no. Yeah, he don't hold us down
0: though, man. He be laying. He be laying. Um. Charlamagne, with that, man.
3: Yeah. I'm not Dominican, man. I'm black. You soft as pancakes, Envy.
4: Why you don't embrace your Dominican side, man? Hi, right, Papi. Como be, style step. I'll be hey, Charlemagne, hey, I hear
0: him every morning. I'm like, why are mm-hmm. you
4: embracing it, man? Just embrace it. Don't no worry. You, know you, you know you got that salsa in you. Yeah, it's almost springtime. He'll be out here with the white jeans. He'll be full-blown Dominican by summer. Como style stead. Alright, peace, Papi. What? Oh, uh, love
5: Why are you
3: calling him Papi? I
4: don't know. D.
0: Yo,
5: who you want to
2: slander, I D? you poppy, bro. I didn't call you poppy. Hey, was it Was not for
3: you?
0: He definitely bro, called you poppy, this, D. This is, this is a slander, man. Cause I, I think you're really gay, man. I really think you're gay, <laughs> and be like, cause you, you always, <laughs> what's
1: up gay, with
3: y'all?
0: You always so sensitive, bro. Like, why are
1: you
3: so gay? Wait, now hold on. What you're does so what does gay, does gay have to do with like being sensitive? Yeah, what's wrong and with being don't sensitive? You don't like, it, boys. Ain't nothin' wrong
0: with being gay, but, but, but damn, bro, you
3: always gotta
0: be so sensitive. Why you so goddamn sensitive? Charlemagne, bro. Charlemagne, bro. I love you, bro. But you look like a worn out wallet, bro. <laughs> <I look laughs> <like> a worn out wallet? <laughs> oh. uh, yes. Uh, I'm gay, no. but he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not <laughs> like a worn out wallet. Fix <laughs> everything about your face, bro. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. And I'm going to go back there and <laughs> real, real talk, though. Real talk. Andy. Yo, you need to stop playing some real sh- Man, some real stuff, man.
4: You don't get paid real to play stuff, real, man. real music. <laughs> y- That's you
0: know what I'm saying. Y'all can always complaining about. Oh man,
4: we tired of hearing the same stuff. And this
0: and that. This, and, this. and you play the same whack. Stuff. Yes, he does. You whack for that. You whack you, for that. You ain't got you nothing got for ye. Yee. ye. 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 There yes. you go. I love you, ye. Because you, you laugh like a four-year-old little girl, and you need to fix your whole laugh and matter of fact, just go to Disneyland. Go to Disney World something
3: new for your life, okay? All right?
4: I liked it. I liked it. I liked your slander this morning. It started off strong.
3: I don't mind laughing like a 4 year Ended
4: a little weak, but it was strong. All right, bye, man. Slander the Breakfast Club. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club.
5: CJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Yes, sir. Now, we all have seen uh, Central Park 5. When They See Us. When, when They See, they see us. us is the name of it. I call it <laughs> Central Park 5. That's what, what I know. And now, these two young men, the story was based off of your lives. Yes,
7: indeed. So, Yusuf Salam and Corey Wise. Welcome, fellas. Yes, sir. Man, Can man. I ask y'all brothers a question? Do y'all feel seen yet? I think so. I think now is yeah. We, we're on a different plateau now. This happened to the formerly known as Central Park 5. Mm-hmm. Right, but this is what's happening to black and brown people all around the globe. That's yeah. right, and so it America happened. is this petri dish of, of, you know, I call it the criminal system of injustice. You mm. know, that's the best thing about social
5: media and everything that's going on and creating movies and Netflix and all these 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 outlets. I grew up in it, so I lived it and I experienced it. Being from Queens, and and we've seen it, and we've seen the effect of media and the ads that Donald Trump took out. But then you forget about it, like lost it for for I don't even know how many years 20 years? 30 yeah, years? 30 years 30 years and now the fact that it's back now is it can be documented and something that we can look at all and, and see how the, judici- the judicial system really affects us and, and takes advantage of our youth.
3: You think about how those ads that Donald Trump took out also harmed the whole situation like that should have been illegal of him asking them to bring back the death penalty and you know he still hasn't admitted Apologized. that he's wrong. Right?
7: No, not at all but you know what's crazy about that right? This ad, this ad was taken out two weeks after we were accused. We mm-hmm. weren't even, we weren't, we hadn't even gone to trial yet.
5: Mm-hmm. Right. And so
7: they looked at us and said, oh yeah, Corey looks like a rapist. Yusuf looks like a rapist. Correct. Antron, Kevin, Raymond, you know what I'm saying? They they what they basically, look like? Right. A black man? A black a man, man. man. A right. black man, a, a person with this skin color. If they're accused, they're not, they're not accused. They're actually the culprit. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest problem of the criminal justice system. They look at people and automatically cash judgment. This man took out $85,000 of his own money to pay for these ads to run in New York City's newspapers. That's a lot, that was a lot of money then. That's a lot of money now. A lot of folks don't have $85,000 sitting <coughs> in the mm-hmm. bank. You know. And so for him to do that, it gave a nod to everybody in darkest place of society to then think about what can we do to these guys? Mm-hmm. Pat Buchanan started writing about Corey in the papers. He said, let's take the eldest one and hang him from a tree in okay. Central Park. Wow. Now, you look at the series, and you realize Corey wasn't even, one, he wasn't even a suspect. Right. And two, he became the magic that freed us. He went down there for the support. He, he came down support there for you. me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, and that's such an honorable, noble thing, man. I always have this guy's back right here, man. <laughs> he ended up getting more time than all of y'all, though. I know, of yeah. course. He more time than I go down there. The told me I just he got more
0: go time
5: than all of y'all. <laughs> I riding with my ass, should have just went the but on. But it's not even anything
3: that you anticipate could happen, right? Because right. before that, you're not thinking, "Okay, I'm gonna go down and see what's going on, and then I'm gonna end up somehow getting accused of something." Because I'm sure you knew he didn't do anything wrong, also. Yeah,
7: you know what's, you know what's, what, what the real law is. The real law is white supremacy, white male dominance. That's right. That's the only law that is recognized in America.
4: I say it all the time. Old white men have been the parasites of this country. They had the a problem with this country. Mm. Every
7: fucked up law, even now from the abortion bill to everything, is because of old white men. Talk about it, man. That's what it is. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But see, one of the beautiful, most beautiful things about this is that we survived this. He did almost 14
5: years. Corey, what did your parents say when you went down there? And they said, You had nothing to
2: do with this, but you coming down here for your friend. What did your parents say at that time? Well, she didn't even know that I was there. She just heard that I was there. But by the time for her to catch up to me, I was already gone hmm. on the island. Mm-hmm.
4: I get the feeling, Corey, that whenever you, you know, like even see you on TV and stuff, it's like, it's still hard for you to talk about this stuff.
2: To totally a degree, but at the same time, it, just, it becomes therapy to me. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: You guys all watched it together for the first time, right?
7: Yeah Yeah But that was one of the hardest things I think to watch Because There was already the assumption That we already knew What everybody went through I already I, I said you know what Shoot my, my time was like this Corey's time probably Was like that as well And then when we saw it And we got an opportunity To See Corey's Portrayal In this In this awesome Film When they see us It blew our minds Right Like he was in Real hell We was in paradise mm I mean, that's how I, I describe, like, we was in, I was in maximum aid security youth facilities. Mm-hmm. He was in gladiator school. Right. Everybody knows Rikers
2: Island. We're right to the around island. Around the globe, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Phew. So pretty much as I found myself learning from the documentary up to now, this would be what he had, what, he had, what I was feeling from him when I was inside. Mm. Mm. After me learning from the documentary, documentary with Trump being in there, I said, ah, now, now I understand what my slug was coming from. Mm. And that's hard.
7: Because it was like, you know, you, you you said one day, recently, you said, this right here was Donald Trump p- placing a bounty on our head. That's right. right. It was. That's and right. all of the hell that he experienced, all of the, the the fact that he had to fight for his life for real. You see what I'm saying? Um, shoot, you say that you, this is life after death for you.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: You say that that Corey died in prison. Oh yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that even the, in the even the emergence of a, of 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 who Corey is now is like, I've heard him say, man, he's fighting for the Corey that couldn't fight. Mm. He's fighting for those Corys. Do you forgive everybody involved, the woman, the prosecutors, the officers?
5: But people say forgiving is the best therapy or things like that. Do you forgive?
2: No, not not no no. Word. I'm with it you. Was, 100%. It, was, it, it, it was pretty much as of lately when they showed the, um, the new, the new 30 years later, 2020. Mm-hmm. I did mm. I didn't find myself looking at all the players involved, and even she didn't, she didn't have nothing to do with the rest of it. All she had to do was just hear about about Reyes Mateos and and keep it moving. But she stuck around for the rest. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the, the victim herself. And when, I'm, when I found myself getting an extra from her, you know, as far as the lawsuit and everything, and from the Supreme Court, she was like, Well, I feel like the judge should have waited a little. I said, I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with you. You got your little money, this has nothing to do with you. You already found out who, who, who violated mm-hmm. you. My state of mind, keep off of that. Don't, don't don't be don't get extra with that. Because our hands are not on your dining room table. Don't put yours on ours. Mm. Damn, these people here are so prejudiced, man. Yeah. You just, as far as they're concerned, in, in, in their eyes, you just belong on welfare. You stay on welfare. Mm. Mm. So long story short from that, you know, as far as all the knockouts is concerned, I get it from... The world's famous picture with Ali, and I think Sunny listeners on there, mm-hmm. and he was on the ground. Right. <laughs> so that's what the movie is doing to the system. That it's knocking everybody out. Yeah, yeah. It's knocking them out. And it's taking them out. Mm-hmm. As I find myself learning, uh, the district attorney passed away mm-hmm. before his hundredth birthday. So I'm. I was glad that he overturned it and took it to his grave with him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because if he ain't overturned it. It had been about at least another 30, 40 more years for another district attorney to overturn the case. So I was just, wow.
5: All right, we got more with Yusuf Salam and Corey Wise. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good yeah. morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined it, we're kicking it with Yusuf Salam and Corey Wise.
7: Mm-hmm. What was the first thing you guys did when you, when you guys got out? My first day out, I tried on all my old clothes. I could still fit it. I put on a triple fat goose with the fur on the collar. It wasn't (laughs) wasn't his style. style. (laughs) And my sister saw me, she was like, yo, don't wear that, it looks good, but don't wear that. (laughs) I literally had the triple fat goose with the fur on the collar, and I'm checking myself out in the mirror like, man, I'm gonna wear this, you know what I'm saying? And then I came across this right here. I came across a box of letters that I had never seen before. Mm. A lot of them had no return address, but they were sent to us. We all all received this stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I picked up one, and as I'm reading it, I realized my mother had received this type of stuff while we were first arrested. Mm-hmm. And she had been dealing with the prison of what it's like to be in, be free, like be, be a parent and have a loved one in prison. Right. That's a, that was a hard thing. This, this letter right here, just to kind of give you an idea of, of my reality when I came home, this letter says to Yusuf Salaam, this letter is to let you know that your name has been placed on the list of enemies of society by the Citizens Army New York City branch. You, became, you made a decision when you became one of the pack that decided that Central Park was your arena and decided to attack and violate honest citizens who happened to be in the park. Now, this is the part that's a kicker. So just remember that even 20 to 30 years from now, some of us will never forget and maybe the one time that you don't check your back is the one time that somebody might just be there to say hello. Wow. Mm. And so you think about like where we are in in the country, mm. in the Donald Trump. This is Donald Trump's America. Yeah. This is an America where. How are you, the resident? Yeah, absolutely. So that like, this isn't a racial. Letter. Yeah. What yeah. is it? I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> people are people. Chose sides. Mm-hmm. They've always picked sides, and we've been the ones that they've already said. You know what? We're expendable.
4: Absolutely. you you a mutant animal with no conscience. <sighs>
5: But that was this was sent to all of us. Now Corey, what, what was the first thing that you did when you when you got home?
2: Try to find a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. Try to find a roof over my head and 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 just pretty much from there just try to find me. Uh I went to my mother and and went from there, went to my brothers. My brothers, um my brother's spot of town. Uh he couldn't deal with me. Uh or just scrambling just, you Said he couldn't ju- deal
5: with you Because you was still You still had that, that jail mentality
2: Could have been Or just He just not have He just not used to Having having a kid around him mm-hmm. I don't even know But he was just You know I'm hammering But as I was hammering All the negative Coming from him It was just building me up Right Okay I, Some way somehow I got you And you know I just There's 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 It was rough it was rough for me to get where I'm at
4: today. You took a lot of loss in prison, too, right, Corey? You lost your sister and and the girlfriend, right? Yeah.
2: They
4: both died. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to properly grieve either one of
2: them? No. I, you know, I guess my, my only way of my my only way of grieving would be just watching a movie. Mm. That's when cause I don't watch it like that. So when I do watch it, it becomes brand new to me. And then when it becomes brand new to me, Maybe i going to look at my brother head and just punch him in his shoulder. <laughs> I mean, that, but that's
7: real talk. Because right. at the end of the day, his pain came from the decision that he made to come down right. to, to, to be my ace in the hole. Right. Like, you know, not understanding anything about the law, a lot of times now, if we see somebody um, being arrested or something like that, we're like, yo, we know our rights. Right. You know, and we start talking to the cops. But Miranda says, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, if you fail to remain silent, and so not even not even being wise enough to understand the 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 chess move that was being played on us, you see what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And I and it's so crazy for me because I feel so um. I'm I'm this is my brother, and I'm indebted to him in a way that is indescribable. Right. Because not only did he make the decision to come down. Mm-hmm. But when you, see the, when you see the series, you realize that people aren't built the way he was built right. and still is built, right? They came to get him at one point. He's in his cell, and they said, hey, man, get, get ready. We're going to your parole hearing. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not going. They're like, you're not going. He said, no, nah, if they don't want to hear my truth, I don't want to waste my time. Like, imagine if he would have said, let me just say anything to get out of here. Word. Right. The story never would have been told. We'd have still had this cloud of suspicion over our heads. He bumped into the real dude that did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at it from a more spiritual perspective that everybody that was supposed to be players in this was in the right position.
5: When you bumped into that dude, mm. what was your mentality then? Because it had to be, I'm a killer s-. Yeah,
4: If you kill him, you won't be able to confess
5: But, to but, it, but to that, that got to be the first <laughs> thing that's on your mind. Like, you got me
2: here. I came across Reyes when I was sitting in the day room watching TV on the island. He came through, he was just talking, he was beginning to talk about his rap sheet, what he did. So I'm looking at him and I recognized a few other officers that was behind him. And uh, I'm like, you know, the thought came to me one time, could he have something to do with this hair? Mm. But that was it until we fought. We fought in the day room about TV, because I, watched- I was about to watch Video Music Box at the time. Ralph hey, McDaniels. Ralph there you go. <laughs> And uh, we forward, Nice little scar from him. Thank you, Reyes. Mm. And uh, long story short, that had caught up to him upstate in Auburn. I guess rumor got to him. Wise is, in the, wise is in the area. He's in the building. So so Reyes sees me on the basketball court. He comes my way. So when he comes my way, he goes, you wise? I said, who want to know? It's me. It's
7: 13 years later, by the mm-hmm. way. So I'm like, oh, you
2: know. So he's just talking. Wow, you still got the scar on your face. So he's he's still talking to me. So you can say about the next day, mm-hmm. I had went to breakfast. It was it was a heavy gray cloud in the mess hall. Everybody was looking. Everybody was looking at each other, but more so, it felt like 90 percent looking at me. So i grab my breakfast and get out of here. Cause I didn't try to eat up down here. Mm. You 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 walked in, in the chaplain's office. I said, huh? So I went down, it was my mom, she picked it up, and she was just hysterical. I'm like, what's up? She said, you know, uh, the guy who you ran, that ran into you up there where you at, he loved you so much, he cleared your name. Hmm. I said, huh? He cleared your name, I said, okay. And it was just, it was just, it was just good. just I said, how you wanna, how you wanna do that? I said, I'm ready to come home, or whatever. <laughs> so I had to come home on parole. So I came on my parole. It was just it was just good. Wow. It was just a beautiful feeling.
5: Right. Alright,
2: we got more with Yusuf Salam
5: and Corey Wise. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now if you just joined it, we're kicking it with Yusuf Salam and Corey
4: Wise. Charlemagne? How did how did uh Ava's depiction of the story change your life this far?
7: I think in a good way, because she was able to take this story that all of, the, all of the negative players, meaning like the system, she was able to take the story and turn it inside out so that people can see the humanized version of us mm-hmm. to understand what was really at stake, that we didn't deserve that, that we literally had a huge chunk of our lives taken away from us, right. and a lot of us do, and here we came back, and we were able to survive somehow. You know? A lot of us
3: didn't know the details either. Right.
7: And the details was the stuff that they didn't want you to know on mm-hmm. purpose because they wanted people to think just like the jogger. Right. They wanted everybody to think, including the jogger, that they had done their job.
3: Right. Clay, th- case closed. We solved this case.
7: Right. Yeah. But they were so they were so invested with this case. And here, here it is. All of our families, all of the people that were supporting us was like, you got the wrong guys. These guys didn't do it. You had Kevin Richardson, who was picked up that night with Raymond Santana, no forensic... I mean, they had Kevin saying that she scratched him. Right. There's no forensic evidence underneath her fingernails. Like, no skin from Kevin is underneath her fingernails. There's no evidence that anybody was in the park near this woman. But yet, you're you're painting this picture like you got the right people. And because they got stuck with that lie, there could have been a young, pregnant Latina woman who was his next victim... She could have been alive today. Absolutely. Her unborn mm-hmm. child could have been alive Absolutely. today.
4: That's why I never understood. I'm like, wouldn't it benefit the community for
7: you to actually go get the right person? Exactly. Instead of any person? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but this is America. This is how the justice system always operates. You know what I'm saying? And if they do get the right person, right? You the right person. I mean, if, 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 if you happen to have a name like Dylan Roof, right? And they come and get you. You get some Burger King. They take you to Burger King. <laughs> and, and, you know, they, they catch you alive.
3: Right. And the crazy thing is that he, he would have never confessed, right? If Reyes would have never said it was him, you guys' names might never have been
7: it never, it cleared.
3: And you got to think how many out. people are still in that situation who didn't commit a crime in jail. And then it's not even just once you get out, you have that record, but people really believe that you are a rapist. Yeah.
2: If Reyes if Reyes wouldn't had Governor Pataki at that time, his state of mind was for his parole, his parole board if this guy here don't comply with his programs, the parole board was allowed to hit you past your max. Mm. I said, huh? So anybody that that had a, a serious case going on, and they they had refused to special program in, The parole board just had to hit you past your max. I came in in with five to fifteen, so my time would have been fifteen in life if Raisman never this so. That's the crazy. And
3: then you got out and was still on parole. Yeah, even though.
2: I came on when I came on parole. Um, they was thinking about uh, throwing the ankle bracelet on me, and they said, uh, "I think we did. I think we did have something on, on the Reyes coming forward." said, we won't, we won't let the we will just leave that alone for now. No, going will give you no bracelet. Just every two weeks, just come through until we tell you not to come through no more. So, right.
4: I'm looking at all them letters, man. Somebody said they wanted to castrate you.
2: Oh yeah,
7: yeah. Did did that ever stop, that hate mail? I think it changed. I mean, I I feel like there's a lot more supporters now than there were back then. Even when we came home from prison, it wasn't popular to be one of us. Right. We took that Central Park jogger brand and we rose to the occasion and was like, yeah, we're one of them. You know what I'm saying? And so we took it and made it like a cape for us, Mm -hmm. you know, a superpower. Whereas there was a lot of folks who, even to this day, I'm telling people about Donald Trump and they're like, nah, he's not like that. Your <laughs> eyes, you your eyes are lying to you because we've seen all kind of other stuff that has been going on. But this right here, he did this. Yeah. And in here he says something like and this is this is kinda of like after you read the the bulk of it, he says criminals must be told that their civil liberties end when attack on our safety begins. If through the thirteenth amendment they're looking at black and brown folks, that they, they, it clearly states that we can turn you back to a slave for the punishment of a crime. Absolutely. And so if they're looking at brown black and brown folks as the criminal element, then who is who who is he talking about? The R civil liberties is the constituents that don't look
2: like us. Absolutely.
3: Right. What would you say to Linda Fairstein now, if you had if you could say something to her for her to hear?
2: I guess I would just say basically thank thank you for saving my life. I don't know how my life would have turned out. Mm. You know what I mean? What, what do you mean by that? Cause she put me in the, in a in, the, in the bad situation, and at the same time, when i me being a kid, I don't know how my type, my life would have turned out I would have graduated from high school, college, work. So she, you know, I guess she just she put she just put easy easy money in my pocket mm. by her messing up.
4: Yeah, but she took away a lot of yeah. a lot of your life, my yeah. brother. Right. You know what I mean?
7: There's yeah. No price on that. When I, when I spoke before and I said we were all placed in this case on purpose. The beautiful thing about this is that for us to be survivors, for us to realize that we have comeback power, that we, we came back from sudden death, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You look at a person like Linda Fairstein and you realize she, Elizabeth Lederer, the officers that were involved, the media that, that wrote the story in a way that made sure that the public opinion was swayed to make sure we got convicted, all of those people were working for evil. Yes. Without even realizing it. Like, you, here you are, you're trying to get ahead in life. Like, mm-hmm. in a series, uh, one of the attorneys comes to Linda Fernstein and says, you know, can you at least give them a fighting chance? Right. And she says, this is not about law anymore. This is about politics. So, they're talking about whether you live or die. They're talking about building their careers off of our backs. What I want people to understand is that, look at where we are now 30 years later. Nobody would have ever thought that this truth would have came out. And that everybody else that was involved, not only are we trying to find out what went wrong with the Central Park Jaga case, but we're trying to figure out what other cases did right. they did they do this to as well. That's the collateral effect of this.
3: All right. Well, we appreciate you guys so much for coming through because that was an incredible series. We're happy to have you here with us. You know, regardless of anything else that happened, we do appreciate Thank you for having us. Yes,
4: indeed. And I hope y'all win all the goddamn Emmys, man. Man, thank you for that. Drink up all them white people liquor. Have a goddamn ball, okay? But stay away from the white women in Hollywood now.
7: You know what that? Listen, (laughs) I bought bought y'all some gifts, too, by the way. I got some shirts and some T-shirts and some hoodies and all of that stuff for y'all. I got my bag of tricks down here.
4: Corey and Yusuf, thank you for coming, man. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for having us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's the Breakfast Club
3: what's up it's the breakfast club i'm angela Yee. it's charlamagne right here dj envy is already in vegas we do have uh, some special things happening for you we are giving you the chance to win one of five trips to new york city for powerhouse nyc it's all presented by at&t that's complete with round trip airfare for two people you also get two nights nice hotel accommodations is it a nice hotel five star is a five star hotel four star Maybe four and a half. <laughs> you get sweet tickets and you get a chance to meet the Breakfast Club. It's going down at the Prudential Center on October 26th. That features Amigos, Meek Mill, Little Baby, A Boogie, The Baby, David O, Megan The Stallion, Saweetie, Polo D, Little TJ, and more. All you have to do is listen each weekday morning for that keyword. When you hear the keyword, text that keyword to 37911. And that's how you'll be entered for the chance to meet the Breakfast Club live at Powerhouse NYC. Thanks to our friends at LuLaRoe, a pioneer in social retail and one of the fastest growing apparel brands in the U.S. If you want to shop LuLaRoe, visit l u l a r o e L-U-L-A-R-O-E.com and find a retailer nearest you. Now in the next hour, we do have Shantae Wayans joining us. Yes, she is one of the famous Wayne. well, from the famous Wayans family. She's a niece. And she's also hilarious. You can see her on Tiffany Haddish's new series, "Stay Ready. That's on Netflix. And she did a great job. So you're going to enjoy this interview. Shantae Wayans coming up next hour on The Breakfast Club. You,
5: get dunked, yeah, the day. Yeah, you
0: dumb ass. You You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. Man.
5: They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to chop these gloves. Let's go. They
4: have to make a judgment <laughs> of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yeah, man. Donkey of the Day. today. Donkey of the Day. Go to a young woman named Tyja Russell. Tyja is 29 years old, and she's from the great state of New Jersey. Dropping the clues bonds for New Jersey, damn it. Now before we talk about Taja, let me ask y'all a question out there. When the last time you got stood up, uh when is the last time you told someone you wanted to take them out and didn't show up, huh? When is the last time you told someone to come over and you fell asleep on their ass? I have homeboys now who are not married, not in a committed relationship, not part of this faithful black male community, and they tell me stories like this all the time, especially when we out of town. All right, women come to the hotel and be downstairs in the lobby for hours because said individual has fallen asleep on their ass. Every time I hear stories like this, I feel for those women. Because to me, this is a different level of disrespect, all right? If a man calls you over and tells you that he fell asleep on you, he's either A, lying because he was going through his phone and decided to call a couple different chicks, and whoever got there first is who he's with, hence why he is not answering for you, or B, you just don't excite him like that. Okay, you're not falling asleep on a woman you are really excited to see. In fact, that adrenaline rush you get from seeing or being around a woman you're into is going to wake your ass up, all right? You got a woman coming over, you get excited, all right? You think you're going to get some ass, so you go hop your ass in the shower and that shower going to wake you up. Then you're going to lotion up, throw on some basketball shorts and a fresh T-shirt, spray some cologne on, roll up something smoke, pour you a glass of something and wait for the young lady you called over to arrive, okay? I fell asleep. You fell asleep? Mm -hmm. How boring was your box that the thought of you coming over puts a man to sleep, all right? So yes, ladies, you should feel extremely disrespected when you come to see a man and he tells you I fell asleep. You wouldn't
3: feel disrespected, G, if that happened to you? Um, Yeah, I'd be annoyed that I came out of my way. And that's exactly what happened to Taja M.
4: Russell. Now, according to the New York Daily News, Taja was the side chick, all right? That's the New York Daily News words, not mine, all right? Taja was this A young man, she was visiting side chick and the young man told authorities that he asked Russell to come to his house for sex. But he fell asleep before she arrived. Disrespectful. When Taja got to the man's house, she called him eight times. Eight times. But he didn't pick up. After eight phone calls, she allegedly texted the man, I see you want to (laughs) die. Followed by, you wasted my money to come out of here. And then around 4 a.m., Security cameras saw Maja knocking on this young man's door and he still didn't answer. Ladies, uh, uh, uh. when this is over, rewind and listen to what I said about a man disrespecting you. The level of disrespect this young woman, Tiger, received is four in the morning. You got there and called eight times. You knocked on his door and he igging the hell out of you. Not to mention you already his side chick. What else is there to do, especially after you sent him the I see you want to die text? Mm. Well, you got to attempt to kill him. Let's go to News 12 New Jersey to see how Taja and Russell handled this situation.
6: A woman is accused of setting a man's home on fire after she was invited over for a late-night rendezvous. Police say this month, 29-year-old Tasia Russell went to the home on Barber Avenue. NorthJersey.com reports the man fell asleep, did not answer the door. They say that's when Russell set the home on fire. The man was taken to the hospital with burns and smoke inhalation.
4: Taja was determined to have a hot date. All right. Uh, Remember when I told you that if a man falls asleep on you before you get there, that means the thought of your poom poom makes him sleepy. You out there giving out that boring ass box. Well, I think Taja realized that in her mind and she was not leaving that house that night without the word fire coming out of that man's mouth. She wanted that word to be used to describe her vagina, but she didn't get that opportunity. So she decided to set his crib ablaze. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Other than her having an arson charge and an attempted murder charge and being held without bail, I kind of feel him. All right, see, let this be a lesson to you, fools. All right, stop standing women up like that after you done wasted their time, energy, and money to come see you. All right, it's disrespectful and just not right. But ladies, don't be like Taja. When a man doesn't value you, doesn't appreciate you, stands you up, don't do what Taja did, even though it hurts not to react. All right, don't do what Taja did. See, I I know you really want to work this out, but I don't think this man is ever going to change. All right, when you do but they don't, I just think it's best you go your separate ways. All right, sometimes you have to ask yourself, why should I stay in this relationship? When you're hurting, baby, you ain't happy, baby. Plus, there's just so many other things you gotta deal with, so I just think that you, you, should, you should let it burn, all right? Please let Remy Ma give Taja Russell the biggest hee-haw.
1: Hee-haw, hee-haw,
4: you stupid mother Are you dumb. I might put something on her books. I might, might just put buy some M and M's or something, some peanut M and M's or something. My goodness, I feel her pain a little bit. All right, well, thank you for that donkey today. Now she was
3: very literal and true to her words. She was,
4: But that's what you get For having her hot ass Out at four in the morning
3: Alright
5: we got more Coming up next We're the Breakfast Club put
6: my name on the Morning everybody It's
5: my DJ movie. MV Angela Yee Charlamagne Tha Guy We are the Breakfast Club We got a special
6: guest In the building Shantae Wayans
4: yes, Welcome indeed.
6: Hey what's up Thank you for having me man
4: How are you How has your life changed Since uh, they ready um, comedy special hit Netflix.
6: Man, uh finally getting recognized and okay. uh you know, uh just it's it's just been amazing to open up a, a lot of doors, a lot of opportunities. Uh my tour is starting, uh you know, trying to develop some stuff and uh my fan base has grown so much. Now, Tiffany
3: Haddish handpicked all the comedians on there. So what's your relationship with Tiffany Haddish that she said, okay, she's dope. I got to get her on.
6: I mean, Tiffany and I, we, we've been friends for over, like, I want to say like 12 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the beauty about Tiffany and, and our circle is we didn't have beef like that. You know, a lot of times, like, you know, people feel competitive and so forth and so on. So Tiffany and I... It was just always that relationship where it was like, yo, game's open for everybody and we want everybody to win. Now, with the last name wins, do you have a lot of, of pressure being a comedian? I mean, of course. You know what I'm saying? It's It's been like my whole life with that. But that's why I tried to take the journey of just trying to make a name for myself and, and not use that last name mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, put me where I'm at now. What's
4: wrong with nepotism, though?
6: Nothing, but I just had a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just always, it, it's like that search for identity, you know, it's its the its the way people treat you, mm-hmm. you know, because stuff wasn't really working out for me. Like, people would be like, yo, just go <laughs> up to the club and be like, you Shante Ways. And I'd be like, I'm
3: Shante Ways. They'd be like, so? Mm-hmm. So, you know, only <laughs> if they was there right. yeah. would it, like, really work out for me. You, you said know? sometimes they'll be like, Shante, we got this role for you, but we just need you to get,
6: uh... <laughs> we just need you to show some... D- you know, some, some bricks. Can I say it? Uh, well, you know, you just got to watch. Of-
3: b- I was going to say, got- we need you to get Damon Wayne's. I don't know if it's a bad oh, oh, thing. Oh, that's his memories. But that's what I that, thought. That
6: Why would your family be asking you to show? Oh, no, no, no. I thought you was talking about like the people, you know, in the networks and stuff like that. That was a setup. <laughs> no, that was a wasn't. setup. We didn't that know. That was one of your jobs. I should have let her finish the sentence. <laughs> um, but <laughs> who asked you this Those are the things you was, you know, I was getting too. It's like, you know, you, wow. you if you want more roles and you know, so for the so on there just. Sexy like, you gotta be sexy. You should, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> go in there and show show your stuff because cause that's what people was uh into. Oh we're
4: glad and I hope that the industry is changing now? I mean, yeah, with Lena. <laughs> Not and, uh, and just saying, show me your sh- for
6: roles. No, no, no. It's just you know. I mean, I literally like they. I went to do CBS diversity, and uh, I had you know I had this agent that was just like, girl, you need to do this, you need to dress up, and I went in there, and the crazy thing was like I knew a lot of people in there so they can see the uncomfortability. I'm just sitting here with this like somewhat cleavage and it was just so... So you had a dress on but you were still like... Well, I, was, I, I had my boy pants on and I try to show like this, oh little, give them a little give them a little something but then knowing people you like, you know
5: it's, it's uncomfortable. Now for Christmas and Thanksgiving, right? When you yeah. have family dinners do you got to prepare yourself for family dinners? Like I got to write this because I know they're going to get at me and I got to get at them back. Does you, it work
6: like that? You don't know what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? You're just gonna get a lot of different octaves of laughter and people like trying to one up each other. That's that's what's dope about those type of things. Even my grandma would try to shine them in, uh, in certain things. But if you bomb. That's been, like, our best open mic.
3: Because
6: hmm. if you bomb, everybody on that block going to hear that
4: laugh. Right. <laughs> that
3: sounds like a special right there. That's Yeah. Thanksgiving <laughs> with the Wayans. Right, right,
4: right, right. <laughs> Where do you land with the Wayans? Like, how are you a Wayans? Like, what are you a-
3: my, So, my
6: mom is a sister. Okay. Uh, you know, it's 10 kids. My mom uh, is a sister, and... A I'm, sister of yeah. Kenan and yeah, David. Yeah, and okay. mom, yeah, yeah. Gotcha.
4: So, uh, but, so yeah, that's why... your uncles I'm, and aunts. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever want to do anything else, though, just because of the pressure of being... A star in
6: the entertainment world? I I actually didn't want to be in this industry uh, until I moved out to California. Mm -hmm. So I I was into computers. I tried to go to Seton Hall for uh, Mm -hmm. computer science. And then I just felt like I was taking another year of high school. And I was like, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went to Cali and uh, uh, was able to find computer work in there. And I'm working on the sets and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I found comedy and fell in love. Now you said you came out the poor side. I did come when out the What is the poor. poor side of the Wayans family? Poor, poor side means... There's no poor side. No, no, no. It's, it's struggle. You got to understand, it's a, it's a huge family. So it's not like poor where we was like scrape, you know, trying to scrape up stuff, but we lived in the projects still, or you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a car for graduation, but we didn't move out to a mansion, you know what I mean? So it's like I just had a nice car in front of the projects. <laughs> but
4: know? didn't all of the Wayans come from, like... We all came
6: for the projects. Right. But, you know, it's just, listen, it's a big family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got kids. They did They did a lot of stuff for us. They gave us work. They did all that stuff. But everybody didn't have that type of money.
4: So it wasn't one of those things, but one of them make it, everybody make it.
6: It's Con- a lot of people. No, no, no. They- <laughs> she still got a car for graduation. Right, right, right. No. What kind of car? Doors. Uh, <laughs> back in the day. Well, look, you right. right. Um, it was a it was a Ford Explorer. Uh, oh, that's uh, cool. that was, cool. Yeah, it was, it was actually newer really no, new, brand new. Brand <laughs> okay, okay, new came right. in. It was, you know, in the yard and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, no, we, we it's, it's not one doesn't, you know, one makes it everybody. It's like you have to also want this. Mm-hmm. This industry, this all this stuff. So, wherever position they try to put you in, you still have to move forward. And, you know, not everybody was, um, you know, wanting to be a part of this world or, you know, so on and so on.
3: So. You've been to <laughs> some movies too. I have, you know, I had, uh, you know, I had a little cameo in uh, Fifty Shades. You know, Fifty I said,
6: "Bitch, you
3: smell like."
6: That was, that was my line in that. <laughs> Bitch, you smell like that was my line. Uh, uh, <laughs> that be the hardest thing, no. Like, I went, I went in audition for that, and you know, I, I auditioned in front of my uncle, and I, and I, I was supposed to. Uh, How old were you? oh shoot when did that come out man don't tell i ain't gonna tell you my age um
4: well you had a 40th floor and that was a dope card in so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all in the same age bracket i'm assuming no no, no you're
6: right you're right you're right um no 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 so you um, was young saying bitch you smell like no 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 no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i was probably like maybe late 30s na- na- no shut up <laughs> <laughs> i was a uh late 20s late 20s okay um but yeah i went in audition i, I went in with like a skirt and all this stuff like because we went in for a big part and um what was the girl name jenny jenny got the part Mm -hmm. um but i went in i did all this stuff Monk was like you did good you did good and i was like did i get it he was like i got something else for you
4: (laughs) how long did it take you to learn that line uh
6: yeah i was trying to make the best of that line so i literally was sitting there like how many ways how many you know it's like also trying to stay in the camera you don't even have to say nothing as long i was like trying to lean on kelly's uh shoulder and they just kept going, Shantae, could you just
3: step <laughs> <Scoot> 15 <over. laughs> steps to the right?
6: <laughs> so, yeah.
3: Do you <laughs> tell them when anything's whack? Like, are you okay to be like, ah, that movie wasn't it? Or, you um, know, I watched a stand-up that didn't hit like that.
6: Definitely. I mean, you know, us being on the road, you know, and stuff like that, too, was, was you know, you go back and forth with that. But I think, I think it's always different when you know people. You know what I'm saying? So you, we we know our humor, mm-hmm. and we know where we're trying to go with it. And so I think we're honest. We're very honest with each other, but we also have a different type of humor that we just get instead of, you know.
3: What they say about your special when they saw it?
6: They they loved it. They liked it. They said, you know, um, Uncle D hit me up and said, you know, I thought it was a good representation of, of you know, that. And, and you spoke your truth. And, you know, I'm proud of you. And pretty much everybody said that. One of my uncles tried to get me punch ups. I was like, I shot the special. Try to get you punch up. Punch up. Yeah. He was like, you know what you can do with this joke. I said, it's already over. What y'all <laughs> Nah, Keenan's just dope though. Like I, I literally was like, why wasn't I coming around you a long time ago
4: to to get these these punch ups? Because he's freaking brilliant. It's interesting with when you have that ecosystem of successful people though, because you can lean on them, but then on the other side, you feel like I want to do it myself. Yeah. To feel like I guess you're. You're, you're with them, so to speak? Like, yeah, they respect you, you more, I guess? Well, my family is very much like that.
6: They mm-hmm. want you to work, you know, and they want to see that you want it. All right, we got more with comedian Shantae Wayans. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good
5: morning, everybody. It's yeah, DJ going? MV yeah, Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with comedian Shantae Wayans.
6: Yee.
3: You said you almost slept with a man by accident on the special, too. What? Oh,
6: yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> <laughs> she should have just... My goodness. Jesus hey, Christ, what? Jesus, right? you should have
4: started we with on the r- special. Right. You
6: said Jeez. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like what
6: Why can Why I say it in my order? You almost slept with a man by accident. Like what? That that was my drinking, my drinking thing, you know, <laughs> when my drinking I get really fr- flirtatious and I I want kids. So I be I be I I, I literally sit here and wonder like do I want to spend 30, 40,000 or can I just, you know, take it real quick for the team because I already <laughs> I already had it. You know, and I, that's that's a good business mind. That's That goes to the college <laughs> funds of my kids. I'm not mad at that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No, so but I, you I, I wasn't, I wasn't having sex. I wasn't having sex with dudes, but I would go up to them and be like, you, you handsome. Mm-hmm. Like in my hoodie and stuff. I'd be like, you really handsome. They're like, you don't get your boy... Boy, if you don't me. get
4: away from me. <laughs> right. Get, get off of me. Then people ever be like, man, she ain't really, she's not really a lesbian. She just acting like that.
6: You know, all dudes <laughs> think that. All, it's that one stud they caught on a world star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you like, <laughs> now you got every dude thinking they got a shot.
3: Thanks. <laughs> she it, said it, on the special seat that I was trying to <laughs> her out and I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working. Yeah, I, I love how you.
6: What? <laughs> all this out contact is so good <laughs> i
4: a
3: comedian.
4: <laughs> because we went from talking about smashing the boy. Now you just said you were trying to out. Like, what? No, no, you no. So, so, so the joke
6: is that uh, <laughs> I, you know, I turned straight. I said, I try to, uh, I said, I remember waking up, cuddling with this dude and, He's like, oh, you don't remember last night? And I was like, no wonder it felt weird trying to <laughs> you out. Oh. Um, so that's what she was trying to. I was like, you <laughs> don't the know the jokes, jokes yeah. God, you got. You boy. the one that get <laughs> on there. You the I'm egg. Trying. You the egg on social media that takes that. <laughs> <out there." laughs>
5: do you stay away right. from anything on your show when you when you do comedy? Is there anything? Because the world is thought sensitive She to now. eat and By <laughs>
4: the <out? laughs> way, you can. No, though. she
5: didn't.
6: No, you, oh. you said what? You said what? What was oh, that? The, how, eat how the doing? booty Tell game? That's all? Man, I'm not eating no dude's
4: <laughs> ass. <laughs> that <laughs> sound wild as if they said I ate his ass. I ate <laughs> him out. I ate <laughs> on
6: What? I like t- Better because right. I still feel partially gay, you know what I mean? It's like uh, we call it, um, boy box, yeah, boy, but yeah, I can't eat no boys, no, no booty. <laughs> I'll be looking at women sometimes, like, we gotta get it together. So, so I can imagine a man's butt, right?
3: Because that always smells worse
6: somehow.
3: Yeah, uh, did you you ever done it, Andrew? No, I'm not a butt eater. I <laughs> t- attempted it, it just, um, you, but but yeah, you I, know yeah. what else? I don't like my eight, so. Oh, I, I, think l- because now, I, don't I get
6: like my it. Aiden, but you can't kiss you see, me I after. Smiling? You can't kiss
3: me after. It does tickle just a little bit. Okay, like, wait, they can't kiss you after? No. Well, what kind of incentive is that?
6: What do you mean? So now
3: somebody eats your now y'all can't even kiss?
6: All right, maybe after I ejaculate, then they could, eat, they could do it this way and don't have to go back into kissing.
3: You don't ejaculate in your no, I'm
6: talking about after <laughs> I... after I'm not
4: messing with you anymore. I, so I, I am not really exactly like I'm used by this. So go ahead. And first of all, and how do you tell a woman like if she eats you you eat your b- and then she was waiting for you to do her How do you say no? Listen,
6: the real thing is When sex, go, sex goes down We all do stuff that we probably won't mention Right He talks about how Are much he that? has yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's cool yeah. Yeah. Eat my Well, that's your wife, though you supposed yeah. to eat every crevice Well, he's not oh. randomly eating butt Yeah, I ain't think. eating
4: random ass yeah. No,
6: but that's what I'm saying Like, if you just You, you remember the whole Eat the Booty gang? <laughs> yeah, Like time for got, Trick Daddy Yeah, yeah. yeah if you got the whole If you're doing it like that Then that's something different Cause I, I feel like just running around eating random. I just I mean, and I I like going down. So if I if I fell in love with eating booty, yeah.
4: So basically you ain't found this that one yet. My phone need
6: to be changed. You huh? ain't found
4: the one yet. I I'm I'm a-
6: booty
4: she before. Says she oh okay okay. Yes. So she's the one then.
6: She we not together
4: anymore. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so that's why I'm
6: very particular <laughs> so, yeah, about my, my butt eating. Yeah. Because like people use you that know
3: as a way to get after you. As as a, well you did eat me. my ass. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so this is, be
5: a, this is gonna be a girl that pops up like she ate my booty. She talking about me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so probably like two, three of them.
6: But oh, we're not gonna shit. talk about
4: that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. Ain't that the worst when you start popping? Now everybody want to talk
6: about yeah, what you used yeah, to Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. And it's gonna yeah. come out at the, the interview. Like, uh, oh what? my goodness, <laughs> Shantae ate my. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna. Get a, uh, I was trying to think of a better a word. A whole than shade L2. room poster. <laughs>
0: yeah,
6: Shantae ate my. Oh <laughs>
0: my god. Oh my
6: god. I love
3: it, though. All so what right. else is coming up next for you? Now, after the special <laughs> and going on, So, you have the tour.
6: Yeah, I'm doing a house arrest uh, tour, which uh, we, we got a show out here. September 26th at the Gotham Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's on house arrest? Uh... Well, well, me—it's—it's—it's it's, it's part of my thing because I don't really like going outside and stuff like that. Gotcha. I, I'm a I'm a homebody. Plus, too much stuff is going on. Oh, you got super in the anxiety. world. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I just—it's so much energy outside mm-hmm. that I need to come home and feel like I'm at peace, and that's like my, right. my safe safe. How
5: you a comedian? Don't like to go out. What?
4: Why you gotta
6: go Why out? You I feel, feel like you go got to use, be- You gotta go to comedy club. You gotta see the world. For what? That's that's the problem with people. Yeah, everybody gets. <laughs> they all go out. These... No, 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 no. You people are. Uh, I'm, I'm in this phase of my life where I'm trying to heal myself and mm-hmm. and, or, and get my stuff together. And I've learned that if I live the way, uh, everything that's happening to me right now mm-hmm. has been based on how I changed my life and my mm-hmm. patterns. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to go out seven days a week. I can go out four days, and I need a day or two to myself and maybe for the chick that I might be talking to. So all you know what I mean? But you need gotcha. that come down.
4: Gotcha. What else are you doing to help you heal? In therapy.
6: Uh, No, not therapy. I just, uh, I'm doing stuff like I just met my dad for the first time uh, in in May. And that was like years of me just having, being angry and, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling all this stuff. And so I met him and it turned out to be an amazing time. How did that happen? uh, Well, you know, I got drunk and uh, I called him. And uh, all of a sudden the next day he was like, I booked my plane ticket. And I was like, what plane ticket? And uh, he came out and he stayed for two weeks Mm. on my uh, studio in my studio apartment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Right. It just, it just worked out. Well, he he called me on my birthday, didn't say happy birthday, but then he came and baked me a cake, uh, even though he spelled my name wrong. It was like <laughs> seeing all these things of him trying. Right, right, right. It was, it felt really good.
4: Did y'all hash out, like, all your differences, like why he wasn't there or whatever?
6: That's what's dope about him. I, I literally was asked, I filmed it. I, I had, like, you know, a little vlog that I did, but I, I haven't edited it yet, but, um... I literally was able to ask him like, yo, what was up with why you do that to my mom's and he was like, Yo, your mom's beautiful, but you know, them hoses out there. I was like, I wow. feel you, I feel you. He got light yeah. eyes, you know, he he had the uh the curly uh, curls and stuff like that back in the day. So, you know, it was it was it was dope for him to be honest mm-hmm. and um and try. What, what did your mom there?
3: think about all that?
6: Um, you know, my mom my mom is is all for me trying to better myself. You know, to be honest, I've Witness like abusive, you know, her being in abusive relationships and stuff like that. So, to even hear that my my dad didn't do that was kind of like already an opening of like relief, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, she's excited. She's happy for me, and you know. Was it painful? Nah, I really feel like everything happens for a reason. And the fact that I got to see him before he passed, and and you know, get that together, I'm I'm happy.
4: I know your uncle's probably was like, yeah. F- that
6: no nah, they they like yo you got a whole new 15-20 minutes right there you know just, every, everything becomes a joke it, right. doesn't, it doesn't even matter man like that's that's new right. material I get to work on it's, it's it's hilarious this dude he was like taking me to uh, get ice cream in the park he was like trying to relive all
1: these years I'm I'm
6: grown like, grown, I was in that swing I was like me, <laughs> <that>. me. <laughs> grown ass dude I was... <laughs>
5: It was, it was oh all goodness. love for me. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Mm. It's Shantae Wayans. And yes. make sure, make sure you, go- you
3: watch. If you haven't seen the special, make sure you please Tiffany check that had
6: out.
4: Tiffany this presents Day Ready. Yep,
5: yep. Right.
3: And right. how can people see the tour date so they know how to get this house arrest tour? Uh, everything
6: is C. Wayans, but but go to my website, cwayans.com, and uh, you'll get to see all that.
5: All right, it's Shantae Wayans. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club
3: it is the breakfast club so you guys you know we're at the iheart radio music festival right right now No we not We are
4: but we can pretend. We're, we're
3: not here. We're there.
4: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, we're really there.
4: Wink, wink. We're, yes, we're you're right. We're pretending to be here,
3: but we are in Vegas. Got you. Actually, In all actuality. And we left yesterday. I left yesterday as well. All right. And you guys can also join in the fun and watch. Make sure you tune in today and tomorrow. You could watch live on the CW app and on CWTV.com. You can check out uh, performances from people like Chance the Rapper, Camila Cabello, Miley Cyrus, Prince Montana, Steve Aoki, Alicia Keys, Her, Juice World And so many more people I love the iHeart Festival Because it makes me uh, Listen to music And watch artists That I probably Ordinarily wouldn't And sometimes I end up Really liking them
4: I love the iHeart Festival Because it lets me know That the holidays Are right around the corner And that means that The year is almost over And I can't wait
3: Right, and I have a lot of special things going on. We're going to end this year with a bang because the Lip Service Live Tour is happening. It goes down October 20th. We kick it off in Philly, and we end everything November 13th in Chicago. So if you guys want to get your tickets, they are available right now. You can go to Ticketmaster.com to get those tickets. And I'm really excited to come on the road and meet everybody in all these different cities like Atlanta, D.C., Charlotte, L.A., Houston, Dallas, New Orleans, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago. And since it is Freaky 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 Friday, here's a little Lip Service clip. For you, in case you've never listened to the podcast. What's up? We are getting ready for lip service, and we got some special guests in the building. Everybody, introduce yourself. I'm Stephanie Santiago. I'm Gigi McGuire. I'm
5: Neo. I'm
3: Lariel. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your favorite position?
5: Doggy style. I'm an ass style. guy. Oh, I like the, okay. I the, the sh- ass guy. Sh- what about reverse like cowgirl?
3: Like you, cowgirl? Ass- reverse cowgirl? Ass- you like, like reverse cowgirl?
5: No, no. Why? I don't? Not? Okay. I have I have a curve which makes it sometimes difficult for a woman <laughs> mm. to be on top <laughs> and not hurt me. Oh so, wow. yeah yeah. Is she oh, going a little crazy time, and like, my it in it the other on, way or something?
3: It curves back or to the left or to the right. To the left. Okay, to, oh and that's I why you wrote that ah. <laughs> song. All right, well, that was Lip Service. Hope you guys enjoyed. It gets very spicy, but uh, we can only play certain things here on The Breakfast Club. Now, Envy, you have that People's Choice mix coming up? Yes, I do. All right, if you want to hear anything, make sure you hit up Envy. You can tweet him, at DJ Envy. He's in Vegas, so I don't know how this is going to work, but we'll make it happen. It's The Breakfast Club.
4: I'm a young CEO. All right,
3: you guys, it's The Breakfast Club, and make sure everybody has a great weekend. We're out here in Vegas, so make sure you guys watch live on the CW app and CWTV.com to check out the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Right? You get to see Chance the Rapper, Camila Cabello, Miley Cyrus, French Montana, Steve Aoki, Alicia Keys, Her, Juice World, a lot of other artists performing. And let me plug what I have going on. We have our first ever lip service live tour that Live Nation put together for us. And that all kicks off October 20th. And Philly will be coming to a city near you, hopefully. But if you guys want to see those lip service dates, you can go to Ticketmaster.com. And tickets are now open for the general public. The pre-sale ended and now you can go ahead and get tickets. And come out and hang out with the ladies from Lip Service. That's me, Gigi Maguire, L'Oreal, and Stephanie Santiago.
4: Yes, and listen, man, this Monday, I'm going to be at the Buttonweiser Hall. Okay, the Buttonwiser Hall here in New York City. I'm going to be with my guy, Kevin Love. It's an event we're doing courtesy of 92Y. And the conversation is titled, It Happened to Me Why We All Need to Talk About Mental Health. So Kevin Love and myself, Charlemagne Tha God, will be at the Buttonwiser Hall, Monday, 7.30 p.m. here in New York City. Go to 92Y.com and see how you can get tickets to get into that. All right? We got the positive note coming up next. It's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. Uh, salute to everybody going out to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. That's where DJ Envy is now. That's where Angela Yee is pretending to be. mm mm-hmm. um,
3: I'm having a great... Well, no, I'm not. I'm really there. Okay. I'm pretending to be here.
4: I'll be there tomorrow. All right? <laughs> okay. But um, listen, the positive note is simply this. For everybody out there that is... Trying to be more mentally healthy, man. Just remember that mental strength is not the ability to stay out of the darkness. It's the ability to sit present in the darkness knowing that the light will shine again.